1: Hey everybody! This is How to Tuesday for this week. I'm sitting here with legendary bonefish captain J- Captain Joe Gonzalez out of Miami and Biscayne Bay. He does things a little differently than I do. I'm sitting here looking at his tackle. It's slightly different than than what I do and what I see a lot of the Keys guys do. He's going to go over exactly his rig. So how do you how do you rig up when you're getting ready to go bone fishing for? Um,
2: with a live shrimp. Okay, Tom. Well, there's a couple of things. Um One of the things that I like, I like using an eight foot spinning rod.
1: Okay. Now, why why do you an like an eight foot
2: Spinning rod is going to give me a little more distance. You know, a lot of times I'm fishing different boats, but a lot of times I find myself fishing on a bigger boat. I'm fishing out of a Marquesa. It's an 18 foot boat. So the sense of awareness with fish on a Marquesa is going to be much, what's the word I'm looking for? They're going to know I'm there much sooner than if I'm in a smaller boat than mm-hmm. if I'm in the professional. But anyway, I like the eight foot rod. Gives me a little more distance. If I'm casting long distance, it'll give me that extra distance. I can cast it into the wind. It's uh relatively, um, a light rod. Okay. It's probably light action is what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, and i what I'll do is I'll use a 24 to 30 inch, 20 pound test. I don't get fancy. I don't even use fluorocarbon. I just use regular Andy. Okay. And I kind of cinch it down either with a uni knot or a clinch knot. I've got a clinch knot on here. Again, it's nothing fancy, but the hook I use is I use a two odd, I like using a two odd offset with a bait keeper. And you know what okay. I'm talking about? Yeah. The bait keeper is those yeah, little let me see if I can- prongs on the back. Okay.
1: Doesn't want to focus on it, but that's okay.
2: Okay, but anyway, I'll take my shrimp, and um, you know this is part of the show. Tom, as well, is kind (laughs) of biting the tail and spitting it out in front of the client. They like that; they'll talk (laughs) about that in Kalamazoo where they're from. But anyway, I'll take the uh, the backside of the shrimp like this. After I've bitten the tail, and I'll kind of come in and just thread it through. Okay, I'll impale those barbs in there. And I'll kind of hook it like this. So this is kind of a multi-purpose deal that I do it this way. One, it's aerodynamic. It's kind of head heavy. It gives me a little more distance than if I hooked it in the horns. Another thing that it does is by clipping the tail off. Now I've got some scent going as well. Okay. So you can cast it and twitch it. Okay. And it's it swims pretty nice. I've, it works really well for me. Um, but I'm really big on that offset two-odd hook mm-hmm. Okay, with the bait keeper. And the reason I like the offset is because you figure a fish's mouth is like this and he eats it on the way out. It's going to catch them. Yeah. You know? no, I see that. And we really don't set on bonefish a whole lot. We wait till they pick it up, start moving off. Once we know they have it and they're moving off, then you can come back and set. The worst thing you can do with a bonefish is feel the bite or see the bite and try to set right away. Now, what about a uh, split shot? Do you ever use split shot? <clears throat> Excuse me. I do use a split shot, Tom. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I usually, depending on the depth, depending on the wind, I'll use a split shot, anything from a number four to a number seven split shot. But you figure I put it up, oh, I don't know, was about three inches yep. above or so. That works. Mm-hmm. That's what works for me day in, day out when I'm bait fishing out here. Now, is Keep that the simple. same
1: rig that you're going to use
2: um, for a booger rig? Uh, pretty much so. Now, I love how you say the booger rig. You know what I'm talking about. So for a booger rig, what I'll do, and by the way, one of the guys that was deadly at that was Mark Croka. Absolutely. Was really good at that. But I mean, you know, a lot of guys look down on that, Tom, that booger fishing is kind of cheating and stuff. There, there's a science to that. Oh. You still have to know where the lanes are. You need to know where the fish move through. You need to know what part of the tide. So this would be kind of a, a booger rig right here. It's the way I would rig it. And, and you usually, the best way to do that is fish it off off the rod holder, or if you're going to hand it to someone, you have them do Nothing. And mm-hmm. you know, when you get picked up, what happens is they start to eat it and you have to wait till they have the whole thing in their mouth. So if you could try to come back and set right away on them, you're usually going to miss the bite. So at that point, less is more.
1: Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. Love it, man. Thanks for showing us that. I, uh, I used to have that exact same rod. And uh, I agree. That's a, That's a fish catcher right there. Longer rods. Um, will allow you to cast a little further uh, with lighter weight.
2: You lose the accuracy. You're not going to have the same accuracy you would with a seven foot rod. The seven foot rod is works best in close quarters. Mm-hmm. Six and a half, if you're fishing in the up in the back country and stuff like that. But the eight foot for long distance for bonefish and permit works really well for me.
1: Right on. All right, Joe. All right, Joe. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's My how pleasure. you catch a. That's how you rig up to catch a bonefish on a shrimp. Thank you for having me. All right. Tom. See you.